0: Welcome to World Changers, a podcast exploring the trends making an enduring mark on our world of work, and how business leaders, HR teams and internal communicators can stay one step ahead. It's time to dig deep, again. With a long and ugly recession predicted for 2023, employers and employees are going to have to tap into new wells of strength to survive and thrive. In many cases that strength is depleted from the chaos and uncertainty of the last three years. So. Now's the time to shore up our internal defences and come together as teammates to weather this latest storm. So what do we actually mean by resilience? It sits in the business buzzword camp along with wellness and yet its formal definition is the ability to recognise adversity and access existing protective factors to overcome a difficult situation. What that really means is our previous experiences will affect how we respond to new challenges. In other words, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Now that may be an official definition, but we wanted to know what does resilience mean in organisations across different industries?
1: Hi, I'm Paul Diggins, the Head of Internal Communications at Santander UK. Resilience in our organisation, particularly in relation to my team, is about how we look after each other through the peaks and troughs of an inevitable common cycle. Particularly when you have change programmes or other activities, some people will obviously be under more pressure than others and so actually the way we try and manage the resilience across the team is to allow people to deal with those peaks and shots in the way that suits them best so if they need to uh, take their foot off the gas a bit we can create the space for them to do that but obviously if they're under pressure we rally around to help them and support them to get them through the peak of that sort of activity.
2: I work for a luxury retailer and resilience in our organisation was living through last year's recruitment and retention crisis We had to do this in a number of ways, be incredibly fleet of foot. Think about our employment strategy, think about channels such as LinkedIn, Glassdoor, our careers website, the way we conducted interviews, how we attracted people towards the brand. It was a massive piece and I think there was an incredible amount of learning in that.
0: Resilience is about being flexible in the face of challenges. We asked some of the team, what have you had to bend and not break? And who helped you through?
2: I'm Alistair. I'm director of consultancy at Scarlett Abbott. When Kate, our marketing manager, asked me to record this piece about resilience, she posed the question, when have I had to bend and not break? I reflected on it and it felt disingenuous to start from that premise because the people who know me best know that there have been a couple of times over the years when I have broken, things have got a bit much and I've ended up in a pickle mentally. So to me resilience means a few things. Firstly, It means accepting that there have been those occasions when I've broken down. I'm not proud of it, and I certainly don't wear it as a badge of honour, but I've tried to learn not to carry it around as a source of shame. Secondly, resilience means using the tough times as a learning experience to understand myself better and be better prepared to cope with tough times in the future. For me, that means being more honest with my friends and my family about how I'm feeling, reaching out for professional help, incorporating meditation into my day and making time for physical exercise. Thirdly, resilience means giving myself a bit of credit for getting up again when I've fallen down. None of this is to say I don't value toughness. I come from a family of pretty tough people who place a lot of stock in grit and determination and those attributes are still ones that I respect, admire and aspire to. But as I've got older, I've also recognised the part that compassion for others and for oneself can play in resilience the importance of keeping a sense of perspective and the benefits of taking joy in other people's successes as well as your own.
3: Hello, I'm Lucy Clapham and I'm a senior writer at Scarlet Abbott. The one time I can think that I've had to be resilient and flexible in the face of challenge may sound like an obvious one, but it was certainly the first lockdown. It was a totally new environment that we were thrust into working from home. It's something I'd never done before and I had to get used to it very quickly. It was tough because my job at the time, it took us down to four days, um, four day weeks, but the workload didn't really match that. So it was a difficult time. But the one thing that got me through was definitely my colleagues. Um, Knowing they were in the same position and facing the same difficulties, we sort of helped each other. And, you know, we eventually did get through it and, and came out the other side like everyone else did. And I think that showed me just how important it is to have a strong culture, a strong work culture, and to have strong team bonds with
1: the people that you work with. Hi, I'm Richard Bibby, and I'm the print and procurement manager at Scala Me, My job is about being resilient, really. Every job that um, I do has got a degree of resilience in it because things change all the time. And sometimes you have to be resilient in the fact that you need to stick to your guns uh, and stick to the right way to do things and sometimes I get a little bit of an imposter syndrome in the fact that I've done this so long that um, and had so much experience in various things that I tend not to get phased by it and sometimes uh, I kind of you know can beat myself up by the fact that I don't and I'm just thinking like You know, this is really heavy stuff. Why don't? And I almost like do it without thinking because I've done it so often. And sometimes when something will come out of left field, anybody's immediate reaction would be like, "Oh dear, what am I going to do?" And it's like, but I don't try not to let people kind of show that. And it's almost like if I'm if I'm in the position of you know being under pressure. If I show sort of signs of stress, then I think that kind of passes down the, the chain, if you know what I mean. So I try and be the calming influence, really. It's probably um, an admission of guilt in some ways, but sometimes I'll do something completely different. When something comes in, I'll like just go on the internet for five, ten minutes and just clear my head, do a bit of research and maybe look at BBC News or LinkedIn or something. And then that sort of five, ten minutes can sometimes buy your time to sort of process what's gone on. Uh, and not help you do a knee-jerk reaction to something. So maybe I shouldn't be admitting that, really. But um, it's just my way of coping with it. And it's like you know, sometimes that five, ten minutes can make uh, make a difference while you get your head around what's needed. The last thing you want to do is go off and like panic everybody. So if you can take that time out just to um, uh, just to get your own head around it, and then you can um, you know you can help help others uh, do the same.
3: Hi, my name's Jo Stark and I'm a senior consultant at Scala Abbott I think for me, resilience is about, it, it's, it's not just about surviving, it's about being able to grow once you've had an experience. Mm. And I think for me, um, in my working career, I've had, you know, there was one moment in time where I found it was, you know, I was having difficulties, you know, there was a lot going on and it was quite a stressful point in time. Um, And what I found really helpful was to talk to my manager. Um, So to have a really, really supportive manager there who I could just talk to and there was no judgment there. Um, And between us, we were able to work out the best way forward. And I think that then helped me become a little bit more um, bendy and stretchy. So actually when this happened again, I was able to think, right, okay, that's what I learned before. And actually I know how to cope with it now. And so you become more resilient. So the more and more times those things happen to you, a case of actually, you get so much better, it's easier to deal with.
0: Joe made such a good point about the importance of managers, something that our cultural anthropologist, Dr. Alex Kapood, a hundred percent agrees with.
2: Although individual resilience
1: is important, it has its limits even the strongest can break under enough pressure. A supportive manager is therefore vital to alleviate some of that pressure. So managers that are aware, up to date, and supportive when they see their people undergoing sustained pressure and workloads can make all the difference between whether people on their team bend or break.
0: When it comes to resilience, you don't get more steadfast than senior project manager Lucy Stead. With a million client projects and all of the mergent, Lucy is the Scarlet Abbott Swan and she's just been promoted in recognition of her mammoth multitasking. Congrats on the promotion Lucy, well done. Oh thank you. (laughs) Um, I imagine turning that dream into reality has involved an awful lot of hard work and maybe even threats to your own resilience along the way. So do tell me a little bit about that as well as your world, like what has being a project manager at Scarlet Abbott really looked like?
4: Yeah of course, so yeah thank you, It's, it's definitely been a lot of hard work I suppose Then there have been some setbacks along the way to get where I am but I'm, I'm really pleased with with where I am today. Uh, I've been project managing at Scarlett Abbott for the last kind of two and a half years and sort of prior to this I've always project managed within the kind of creative agency space. Um, I was actually made redundant a few years ago kind of following the, the pandemic slowdown so that was obviously a bit of a, a setback um, and searching for a new role in in that kind of job market wasn't wasn't easy at the time but I um, reached out to the team at Scarlett Abbott and never looked back really it's yeah it's been all good from there I think as a project manager it can be kind of quite tough at times um, but personally for me it's quite a rewarding role because you're sort of involved in every stage of the projects which I think is quite special you see it from from the beginning to the end. Um, So what does my role look like at Scarlett Abbott? I suppose as a project manager, you're kind of there to bring um, a bit of structure to the delivery of the work and, and planning. But I think you're also there to kind of bring the team members together and make sure that everyone has the right things that they need to do in order to succeed. So that could be the right brief. It could be kind of the right information from client or it, it could just be understanding of what time they need to do that, do their kind of best work. And um, I also think as a project manager, you're kind of often the first one to spot some of those potential issues. And that problem solving element um, isn't for everyone, but it, it's something that really appeals to me and, and part of the role. I think it's it's interesting having to kind of balance being in the moment and delivering with maybe multiple requests that are kind of coming from lots of different places, but also having that bigger picture view. So so not just thinking in the moment, thinking about what's coming up later in the week or in the month and, and how do we plan for that? So there's a lot going on, I guess. Um, and that's why I love it. It's funny,
0: isn't it? I, I often find project managers are really, really humble people because they're they're there to kind of make sure that other people can do their very best work. I always think it's it's like they have to be the smoother over. But nobody ever really thinks about how bloody hard their job is actually. So like I said in the intro, I do think you're one of a scholar up at Swans and you definitely make space for everybody and, and actually thinking about, you know, redundancy, that's that's a really tricky place to be in and I'm so so glad you're now part of the team.
4: Yeah I think um, I
0: often find with um,
4: just your point about yeah project managers kind of being there to I guess we on a project I can see quite clearly where everyone's role fits in so where I'll where the content team will work and where the studio the creatives kind of the design or video will be and I, I bring a certain level I guess of expertise to, to my role and what I do but it's it's really about making sure that everyone has what they need and and feel com- feels comfortable and and like they understand I suppose what they're being asked to do and I think although yeah we're here to do um, timelines and budgeting and estimating there's also that piece of where the member in the team that will that will kind of have that awareness I guess of all the different things that are happening and making sure that that everyone is is feeling good about what they're doing.
0: Nice. So. It does sound like it needs a fair amount of resilience right in that job and how how do you be the rubber ball and bounce back and help it lift everyone's spirits even if there is a setback?
4: Yeah so I've been thinking about this a lot because I feel like resilience is a kind of word that it's quite a tricky one I guess because I don't think necessarily there's like a maybe there's no kind of end goal or like I think it's about learning and, and building that resilience over time and and dealing with setbacks and it might be a different way that you approach those things each time because it's a unique situation. So um, I think it's it's about taking those I guess sort of small steps and being able to um, acknowledge them I guess and feel as though you can feel like a, a range of emotions potentially in, in dealing with that setback and then thinking about the steps that you can take to, to manage that um, situation. So for me, I think it's really, and again, it's testament to the the colleagues that we have at Scarlet Abbott. I think I find it really helpful to reach out to colleagues. Um, so there's obviously lots of people that I feel comfortable speaking to. Um, there's a few key people in my team, obviously from the work that I do that I will probably go to if I feel there's a setback and I just, I'd like another opinion or I'd like to speak to someone about it just to make sure that it's not just me in my head, almost putting my head down and feeling like, well, I'll be seen as like, I'm not doing a particularly good job if I don't just, you know, put my head down and get on with it. And I think sometimes resilience maybe can be seen in a in a slightly wrong way. And it is someone who's just really tough and who will just carry on no matter what. And that I don't think is particularly sustainable. I think that's where it, it can be quite risky and can potentially lead to burnout. So I think for me, it's kind of reaching out to the team and being honest about, again, I think I'm fortunate I've got a really lovely team of colleagues around me that, um, for example, yesterday had a really horrible night's sleep, came into work, I didn't really feel 100%, so that was almost a bit of a setback for me, like a personal setback for my day, and I think I could have obviously not said anything if that's how I chose to deal with it and just cracked on, but I thought actually I'd rather let the team know that that's how I'm feeling and that you know I might need to lean on them a little bit more because actually I'm just not I'm not quite 100% myself today and that's actually what ended up happening the team kind of came together and and helped me through so um I think that's kind of a a nice example of where I think I the space that I like to I guess if there is a setback where I um will turn to nice
0: and I I I think you're right I think it's very easy to think of resilience as a as a solo thing and you've got a kind of do it all yourself and I just think that can lead to spiraling because and overthinking because you can just get into if you don't test your opinions out with someone else you're probably very likely to go down a wrong path really quite far when you could have corrected it much earlier if you'd had I don't know I don't know if bravery is the right word but had the courage to speak up and and shout out and I guess that's where like yeah. psychological safe environments at work come into play right
4: yeah I think I suppose, outside of work, because I was also thinking about it from a a personal... um, Yeah, because resilience is, I think, important... Or building resilience is important in work, but then also in my own personal life and thinking about how I would deal with things. And I think for me, like, there's the taking time outside and and time away from being in this little home office or in the office um, in York and, and working away at my laptop. I think that's kind of where I um draw energy or kind of charge my battery I suppose is, is spending time outside and um I think there's some kind of learnings that I take from from those experiences like I went to Nepal last year and did a um, a trek up at high altitude and it was an absolutely amazing experience but again it's one of those where actually in the moment I'd chosen to do it I'd chosen to be there and pay all that money and go across the world to do that but there were times that were really tough and it, and it was bringing that kind of thought process I suppose of actually if I break this day up into sort of small manageable steps or I remind myself of you know yesterday was really tough but I managed it and, and I kept going and I think that's again learnings from like that that side of things of how I draw my strength from those activities up is something that I I think builds resilience as a whole and, and helps me in my role because uh, it is quite high pace and and can be high stress at times but um knowing that i have that space outside where i can go and and draw my energy again so i can come back to work fully kind of ready to tackle the day does does really help and i think that's obviously not for everyone because everyone finds joy in in different places and and re-energizes themselves in different ways but i think if you can find something that does that for you that's that's really special and you should keep that in mind again when you're struggling maybe in a situation
0: I love that uh, you draw your energy from nature. So, so nice. Uh, really, really important. And the bite-sized chunks thing is really interesting because, you know, if I sat down and thought, right, well, I've got um, I've got a book to write, uh, you know, I would just never get started. Whereas if I think, you know, I've got an article to write today or, you know, I've got a thousand words to get out, slightly more manageable than like 90,000 words of a book. And it's just... Uh, you can overwhelm yourself really easily can't you so speaking of other practicalities I guess uh, is there anything that you think that communicators or HR people listening into this podcast might be able to do any tactics to help their people build resilience
4: yeah so I suppose from my experience and and thinking about the the team and the colleague support that I get I think I feel as though I can reach out to people because that that sort of space and environment has been built through the culture of, of Scarlett Abbott and through the ways that we um, interact with each other as, as teammates so I think if you can try and create those spaces or environments where people feel comfortable to have conversations and reach out I think that's only going to be a positive thing and then I think the other side of it is again for me I like to see that there's an acknowledgement of not everything has to be positive you can sometimes feel a bit down or you maybe feel not 100 percent. but if you feel like you're working um in a space where it's okay to say that then then that's brilliant because it's not saying that every day is going to be like that but actually if today feels a little bit rough then and you feel comfortable telling people then that can only help i think so i think that's potentially um something that might be really helpful also i wonder about you know encouraging people to find that thing that that brings them strength or or that that charges their battery um because there could be some really nice stories to tell there so there might be some real nice positives and some of that nice storytelling that that could come out of people going and and doing things that that help them
0: love that maybe there's a series like what fills my cup (laughs) yes
4: exactly it would be lovely (laughs) but and i guess ultimately i suppose it, it is quite tough at the moment and you know everyone's hopefully pulling in the same direction and is there to support each other so it's it's that empathy kind of piece of, of being you know it all comes back to I suppose creating that kind of environment where people feel like they they don't just have to tackle things on their own and get their head down and almost have that because I think there's that kind of almost fake resilience where you might be sh- outwardly showing that you're really tough and you don't want anyone to think that anything at all is wrong and you're just going to keep going but actually that's where it's a bit of maybe a dangerous space so if if people are aware that you know you don't always have to you don't have to feel like that there's no expectation that you'll be top of your game every single day and absolutely smashing it um then i think it, it creates yes yeah, a space where people can um can build the resilience truthfully um to themselves
0: yeah and i like your idea of bringing in the specialists each person with their expertise you know convening the power of your team like that definitely seems to be what your job's about and actually probably how you get the best work done right is using the best brains and just making sure that you've supplied them with the best information so that you can do the best project yes yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. really nice well Lucy, thank you so much for your time and your expertise love talking to you take care of you you're very welcome thank you for having me cheers bye If you want to explore Resilience 2.0 a little more, do join us later this month for our webinar where you can put your questions to our expert panel. We'll share the details in the show notes and on our social channels. Want to continue the conversation in the meantime? Do come and chat to us over on Twitter at Scarlet Abbott or drop us an email at hello at scarlettabbott.co.uk. We'll see you next time for another dive into World Changes 2023. World Changes is a podcast by employee engagement consultancy Scarlett Abbott hosted by L. Bradley Cox. Find out more at scarletabbot.co.uk